Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And let me give you a phone number because we have an open line right now. This is your chance. Don't be calling in 35 or 40 minutes and say, well, I never can get on. You can get on right now if you'll call. I'll call your bluff. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? We're going to go to Sean in Plano in just a moment, just a just a short moment. But in the meanwhile, I'll give you the number one more time. It's toll-free anywhere you can hear me, 888 787 K-L-I-F-888-787-5543. Used to work at a radio station when the toll-free numbers first came out and they had to pay by the, by the, uh, by the minute that people were on the air. And it was not either of the stations I'm working for now. And uh, they had local numbers and they had a toll-free line. And you were told on the toll-free line if you get it to ring, just let it ring, and we'll answer when it's your turn to go on the air. And that might be 15 minutes you were to let it ring, because <laughs> they didn't want to run up the tab all of that time. Oh, come on. And so, you know, we just, all of them are toll-free now, and we're happy to have you call. We're proud to have you call. So, 888-787-5543. Um... I'll be on the air tomorrow morning. Mike Bass is running my program for me. He's producing uh, in the in the studio where the important things are decided, like which which lever, which pot do I move up to let Neil be heard. That's the, the one they don't let me in. Um, they see me coming and just throw the big deadbolt. Um, but anyway, uh, he runs that. He answers the phones for me and gets you screened and and all of that. And Mike and I will be over at WBAP tomorrow morning, the sister station, from 8 until 10. So I hope you'll join us there. Uh, let's go to Sean in Plano, and then we'll take our first little bitty break. Sean, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting so long. Appreciate that. How can I help you? You betcha, Neil. Uh, this fall, I would like to put down perennial rye in my backyard. Uh, right now, it's about three-quarters St. Augustine, quarter Bermuda. I know you're not a big fan of overseeding St. Augustine's, but uh, my wife kind of insists because we have two large dogs, and she'd just like to try putting down some uh, some ryegrass for the winter. I have not mm-hmm. put down the pre-emergent uh, per your instructions. So basically, my questions are uh, when to do it, uh, how low should I trim my St. Augustine grass, and uh I have. I will be using a Scotts Rotary spreader, and will the perennial rye bag tell me at what rate to lay down the grass seed? I have no idea on your last question. I, okay. Um, I, I can I can deal with it and I can help you, but I I don't know what the I don't know about the the spreader setter setting. Okay. Um, as far as uh, I've been right where you are. Not my wife loves the look of. Uh, overseeded lawns. Uh, there are cities that won't let us overseed because they think that it takes too much water. The only time I I overseed about half an acre uh, across the creek from our house and an acre, a half an acre that's up toward our county road. Uh, they're not particularly prime lawn areas, and I used to overseed when we had St. Augustine near our home, right down in the formal part of our landscape, but that was probably not more than 2,000 square feet. It's now so shady that I have ground cover there. Um, And the warning I had, and it doesn't necessarily apply to yours, it might, I would not use perennial rye in St. Augustine if it's shaded. Uh, And I learned that the hard way. The perennial rye is not perennial. You got to hear this whole thing and and let it ruminate a little bit. Right. Perennial (laughs) rye is not perennial in Texas. It dies out like annual rye does maybe a week or so later, except when it's in the shade. And then it hangs around too long. And it does slow the St. Augustine down. 
uh, in, and it's taking off in the springtime. You may still have ryegrass out there in late May or June, and the St. Augustine is, so to say, trying to get it revved up and going, and meanwhile the ryegrass is competing. And so I, I never recommend overseeding with perennial rye where somebody has used St. Augustine because of its shade tolerance. But out in full sun, I, I have used perennial rye, and I've had good results with it. It dies out when it gets hot in, in May, just like the annual rye does. And in the meanwhile, for people who don't know what we're talking about, perennial rye is a fine-bladed grass. It's a lot easier to maintain. You don't have to mow as often. Uh, it looks better. It's, uh, it's a lovely grass. Um, it's more expensive, and it's a lot harder to find. You already have a source for it. Well, I was going to say that I'm very close to the a Callaway store right here in Plano. So using one of your uh, advertisers. Well, I really appreciate that. I would talk to the manager and ask if they are going to have it or if they have it or if they can get it for you. That's going to be your problem because a lot of places don't stock it. It, it costs more and there's a pushback from people. Have you ever noticed that when something costs more, people are reluctant? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I would ask. It's not the end of the world if you have to use annual rye. Um, oh, okay. So anyway, just to have said that. Now, as far as, uh, let's see, mowing, I would mow pretty much at the same height. I mow St. Augustine at two to two and a half inches. That's pretty low. Uh, a lot of people, uh, again, a lot of people, whoever the, that, that applies to, I recommend mowing St. Augustine high. All grass is high in the summer. I think that's in error. Uh, they say it makes it more uh, drought tolerant. It doesn't. It makes it weaker and lets weeds come in. Um, so I, I mow mine kind of low and dense at two to two and a half inches, and I would keep it at that. I would not scalp. Um, I, would, I would just mow at the regular height. One of the problems, and I remember Jim McAfee, uh, my late friend who was the turf, uh, just the king of turf in, in Texas. He worked for Extension. And Jim and I played Little League ball together. Our dads taught together at A&M. And we worked together there on Coit Road uh, in in uh, North Dallas at the A&M Center. Same secretary, just quirk of faith that we ended up together. And I remember Jim telling me that getting uh, ryegrass to spread uniformly on St. Augustine is difficult because the blades are so wide of the of the St. Right. Augustine it balances. Uh -huh. And so I'd, I always save a little bit of your of your seed back. I save ten percent back. So if I have an area that doesn't have proper uh, uh, germination, I can come back and, and uh, hand sow into it. Uh, I would plant it, uh, either one of the two ryes. Um, later this month, it's too warm still, but I would say probably uh, between the 15th and, and in, end of the month, the last two weeks of September. Uh, okay. Commercial people are doing it now already because they've got so many lawns to do, so much turf to do, they're already overseeding. Uh, but I'd, I'd do it, uh, if I had the choice, I'd do it a little bit later. Okay, and I do have a couple of bare spots. Should I kind of prep that and kind of take a rake over it before I put down the grass? And then finally, how much do I water the grass? Yes, I would, uh, I would break the surface because our soils tend to be so hard. Um, and so, yes, I would do that, uh, rake it, or if you have a mini tiller, if you could till it a half inch deep, not to, not to really grind it up or anything, but just to scuff it, uh, that would work. Um, and, uh, uh, well, what was the other question you had? You had something else. How much, how much, uh, should I how water? Much water? Yeah, I would water, um, you want to get it started. It's it's not so much how much you water right away. You do water right away. You don't want to wash it at all, especially in those bare areas. Right. Um, I would probably, I'd watch them very carefully when you're watering. I'd try to use something that puts water down in a fine pattern and as opposed to big droplets that are blasting around. The the, the impact sprinklers that, that really put big droplets out might not be a good idea on that irrigation um, and then I would water every day for a few days uh, to to get it established in the first week I will admit to people that I water more 
than I would if I didn't have the ryegrass. But after it's up and growing, it it gets the same as my lawn does. You got to water okay. your lawn in the winter anyway if it's dry and needs water. And sure. So, so it doesn't waste water. But the first week or so, it does take a little bit more. I'll give you that. All righty. I will send you a picture in November. I can't wait. I'd love to see it. Thank you so much, Sean. Have right, a great day. You. Appreciate Bye. your call. That was fun. All right. Let me tell you about Arborological Services. We talk about lawns. Let's talk about trees now. These are the people who complete that landscape for you. You have the beautiful lawn. Now let's put a tree overhead and let's keep it in great shape. These are the folks who think about trees all day long. They have uh, 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their staff. Remember last hour I was telling you how to find a certified arborist if you live in Ranger, Texas, and you may not have one there. Well, they have 12 on their staff right in in, uh, this one company, and they have three arborists of the year in that one company. That's just unheard of. That's just incredible. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on their team at Arborological Services. And they have a 13-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion on their team. In fact, Miguel Pastanez heads up the crew that comes to our house. They'll be coming back October 3rd, weather permitting, and they're going to do some work on some of our trees that uh, that I'm worried about just because of uh, some of the the things that that go on with trees. So anyway, that's what Arborological Services is, and they also do routine tree management. If you have trees that just need to be cared for to make sure that they stay healthy as many decades as possible, they are the team to call. Nobody in this state does a better job of tree care than Arborological Services. This is the same kind of care you would give your automobile having it checked at 10,000 miles. This is the company you call Arborological Services. On the web, it's arborological.com. It's just their name, just the first word of their name, arborological.com. The phone phone number, got the hiccups, the phone number, uh, and it's a toll-free number even though they are strictly a Metroplex local company, 866-552-7267. That's arborological.com, arborological services, 866-552-7267. 7267 on Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts, Arborological Services. Hello, I'm Sunny from Commerce Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sunny. Okay, so there's Commerce. You know where Commerce is, east of Greenville. And you also have heard uh, about uh, Ace Hardware stores in the Fort Worth and West and Southwest area of Fort Worth. And so that's the breadth of the Ace Hardware dealers that support this program. Think about that for just a little while. There are 40 of these dealers, 40 of these people who sponsor our program. Those are the people you need to tell thanks for sponsoring. Let them know that you enjoy the program. We go back to our phone lines now. If you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you. It's toll-free at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Greg is in Dallas. Greg, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. I've had uh, Lantana for the last 20 years with the yellow flowers. Uh, is that a a uh, perennial or an annual? Uh, the answer is yes. Uh, it is probably, is it what, about uh, knee-high or so? Uh, yeah, it, it'll get, uh, parts of it will get even three and possibly four feet high. But if I let it stay through the Christmas time, New Year's, and looks like a tumbleweed, I'll cut it back to the ground. And right. That's year. but my my question my question really did need that to be answered pretty accurately. There are several different varieties that are yellow. The most common one that probably ninety percent of what I see is a variety called New Gold N E W New Gold, and that one is uh, is perennial. They're all perennial uh, in in spirit, but the lower they grow at maturity, the less. Uh, winter hardy they are in our area. Um, most of the yellows that I see are not 
reliably winter hardy. Most of them will die out and thin out if it gets really cold. Mm -hmm. The last two winters killed most yellow lantanas out. Okay, well, I would say you're you're probably accurate. They're they're knee high, even maybe to to three feet high. But but every year uh, okay. after after the freeze, I'll cut them back to the ground, and they come back every single year. And the reason I ask you, I Good. found I found lantana that have purple flowers on them. I planted a lot of them in the spring, and they've done remarkably well on both the south and the west side of my house. Uh, my question is, and you may not know, will they come back next spring? Yeah, that's uh, trailing lavender lantana. It's, I believe it's Montevidensis now. It used to be Siloiana, uh, lantana Siloiana. I think it's Montevidensis now. That one is the least winter hardy of all of them. I've never seen okay. it come through the winter. <laughs> okay. You picked well, a winner. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, I'm going to try it this year and see you keep my fingers crossed, but I would just curious. Well, it would, it would be a miracle if it came through. My suggestion to you, I've grown lantanas all my life. My suggestion to you would be as soon as you have the first killing freeze or frost, not even a hard, hard freeze, uh, I would trim it uh, to about two inches. Just leave a little bit of the stem so you can see where it where the plants were. And what I would do, uh, you do what you wish, but what I would do is uh, I would take shredded tree leaves off my landscape as I mowed in the fall, and I would I would put them over the the bed as a mulch, a light mulch, um, to moderate the the soil temperature change. And I would mulch the bed, and I'd, I'd probably you, you'll probably have to uh, come back and supplement that because the leaves will pack down. But I would keep it mulched over the entire winter. They need additional help more than just um, what nature provides because they're it's it's a zone nine plant at best look it up it's trailing lavender lantana and like i say i think you'll find it is lantana montevidensis and there's a white uh, uh, selection from that also that looks just like it but without the lavender tint that combined the two of them together are really pretty they, they grow the same rate they both have the same very flat habit and uh, the uh, leaves that look the same, they have a different look to them. <clears throat> it's a beautiful plant. Yeah, I'm convinced this yellow lantana will grow in the middle of an asshole parking lot. They just, they, they just go on and on and on. I will tell you a story that uh, will be of no interest to anybody, maybe. I'll take that chance, though. Uh, Ralph Pincus was one of my heroes. He was the founder of North Haven Gardens in Dallas. And he died when he was 98 years old. I went out to see Ralph about two days before he died at his house. And I said, Ralph, of all the things that you have brought to, he was completely lucid. Absolutely. We all should be so fortunate. Um, of all the plants that you brought into the nursery industry and to all of us for all those years, which one are you most proud of? And he said, New Gold Lantana. So that's... <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's still, and that's been 50 years ago, probably, and it's still that popular, so it's a great plant. Hey, I appreciate Thank your you call, Greg. Good luck with him. Take care. I asked him how he did his breeding program on Lantan, and he said, well, I plant them side by side, and I just make it convenient for them. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, not highly uh, specialized. There needs to be a lot more breeding done on Lantanas. That's a, a plant that's waiting for uh, a lot of uh, interest. They're not grown as much in the north, and so the, the plant breeders are a lot busier working on geraniums and impatiens and wax begonias and things like that. All right, if you'd like to call, love to hear from you. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. That's my book, and I'd love to Love to get one to you. I'll mail it myself. I'll sign it myself. I will get it boxed and get it ready for you. And I've decided to leave it for a, a short while longer at thirty-four ninety-five. I can use the cash flow for a couple of projects beyond my wife's re-election campaign that I'm working on. And so it's good for you, good for me to get it uh, get it moved off the uh, off the floor of the garage right now. 
My hope is that it will make you be the most successful gardener you ever dreamed you could be. Uh, it is a hardback, 344 pages, more than 25 multi-page charts in it, and uh, 840 of my photographs. It's printed in Texas on high-quality paper and bound in Texas. All of the production work was done in San Antonio, same place I was work, uh, born. And uh, I got to go to 43 press checks for this book every four hours for two and a half weeks, 24-7. There I was. And it was exciting to see my book print. Thank you, Clear Visions, for all of that. It's in the sixth printing now. Chapter 2 is very special. It's a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of the plants that you're working so hard to grow. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. I guarantee your satisfaction with the book or I'll refund every penny. I sign every book as it sells. And then we put them in the boxes and take them to the post office. This is Small Business America. I chose not to put them in stores or on Amazon because I wanted to be able to sell, sign every copy as it sells. So uh, it's only $34.95. As I say, satisfaction guaranteed or full refund. No requests for uh, refunds to date. Here are the two ways you can buy the book. You can either go to my office, uh, call my office at 800-752-GROW. Do that during the week, during business hours, 9 to 5. That's 800-752-4769. Or you can, uh, you can order it online at my website. That's anytime, night or day. And that's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. You can depend on a Mueller metal roof. We were fortunate enough to be able to build a house on family land, and we've really enjoyed being out here. We couldn't ask for a better place to raise our boys. Our home builder, I don't believe, had ever had an experience with working with Mueller and had nothing but great things to say about the company, about the process. Everybody was professional. If anybody mentions the word metal, we say we know a guy and give them the phone number to Mueller. Find out more at MuellerINC.com. Let me talk about advanced foundation repair right now. I do so in the hopes that you'll never need to use their services, but I'm also realistic. With a summer like we have had, a drought like we have had, there are thousands of people who need the help of advanced foundation repair. The black clay soils shrink when they are dry. They shrink with cracks as big as your ankle. Uh, I hate to think of that, but you could break an ankle. You could lose a golf ball. I know the hard way. <laughs> you could lose a golf ball in these cracks. Well, your foundation gets caught in the same torture. So if you're trying to avoid that kind of problem, if your house already has encountered that kind of problem, you need advanced foundation repair. Call them for the free home inspection. They'll come out and put your house through a test. They'll know if there's a foundation problem, and if there is, they'll tell you where it is and what it is and what needs to be done to correct it. And when they give you that uh, price, it's not an estimate, it's a price. It's a, it's a, a bid of what they will do uh, and, and what they would charge you. When they do that for you, uh, it is a, it's going to be one of the lowest prices, if not the lowest price that you get. That would be my guess. And when you hire them to do it, one of the things that you will say is, that didn't take long, and they were so careful, and they're so affordable. That's the way it usually works out. I've had so many notes, so many comments over the 17 years that I've been doing ads for Advanced Foundation Repair. I've used their services, and I'm very, very pleased, and I think you will be too. So I hope you'll give them a call, let them have a chance to help you, and it's more than 17 years, more like 27 years. They are just the best it gets. Advanced Foundation Repair. Now here's the number for the free home inspection. They serve all of the North Texas area at 214-333-0003. See foundationrepairs.com. Get that free uh, estimate, the, the home inspection. Uh, you can go to Foundation Repairs. Dot com or call 214-333-0003. They've earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. 
I'm Hillary from Jabo's Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Hillary, very, very much. Let me give you my phone number. I'm going to tell you something that has been haunting me about home loans in North Texas this uh, last uh, three or four weeks. And then we'll do our tiny garden tip. So here is uh, here is the phone number. If you'd like to call, this is not maybe the last time I'll give the number, but awfully close to it. So don't be delaying. You need to call if you want to go on the air, want to ask a question. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543, 888-787-5543. Um, it happened last night. I went with uh, my wife. Uh, we went to see our grandson, Joseph, play uh, with the percussion section of uh, the middle school where he attends. They were playing with the McKinney High uh, band at halftime and before the ga- uh, uh, first half of the game. And we went to see him at the McKinney football stadium. We just It's one of those things you just don't want to miss. And um, as we were waiting to go up to the school board uh, uh, area where the board sits, one's on the board, uh, a lady at the elevator said, I've got to ask you, I just got to know, you got to help me with my lawn. It's all eaten up. It's just, it's ruined. It's gone. And I said, is it St. Augustine or Bermuda? Well, it's St. Augustine. I said, uh, so did this start in July? Yeah, it's grub worms. I said, I'll bet you that there's not a chance in a million that that's grub worms. And she said, well, it's all gone. My neighbor said it's grub worms. They've already put stuff out for it. I said, well, they wasted money. They they may have helped the problem that really does exist, but that's not what the problem is. I said, that was, that was chinch bugs. And I said, if you'll go to my website, neilsperry.com, uh, and look for the St. Augustine Diagnostics information that I leave on the homepage just because I get so many questions about it. There are photos there of damage of chinch bugs. And you'll see that the lawn is in place. You'll see what it looks like. And you can see what the chinch bugs look like. You can, you can look for them. And in fact, it's getting very late in their season. You may or may not be able to find them now. But you'll also notice that with grub worms, that damage shows up from this point. Uh, September and especially October, November on and that the lawn will pick up loose off the top of the soil and yours I'll bet didn't and she said no it was tight and I said that's not grub worms grub worms damage does not show in in July chinch bugs will show up in the middle of the summer the lawn will look dry you water it doesn't get any better and uh, if you get on your hands and knees around the edge where where the dead grass and the good grass are joined together that's where they're active they're killing the the good grass and turning it into brown grass don't look out in the brown grass you won't see anything there no no chinch bug wants to eat dead grass or suck on dead grass and uh, so anyway i said if you'll use one of the chinch bug products there are plenty of them in garden centers or um, the uh, hardware stores or the farm supply stores you can find plenty of things that will control them but that's not grub worms so don't let people take you off off track i don't know that she believed me yet but i said please go to my website and look and you'll see what i'm talking about so let me get to our tiny garden tip we have uh, jim in fort worth with some wind damage and we will uh, talk to him in just a moment let me tell you about callaways right now the weather in north texas will be changing soon some of it changed last night the experts at callaways have everything you need to welcome the season fall is such a wonderful time of year because you can truly enjoy your outdoor spaces spruce up your seating areas and porches and patios with decorations and decorative pottery full of colorful garden mums and petrocrotons and celosia. They are all must-haves for the season. The abundance of brightly colored blooms per plant makes garden mums an all-time favorite in our area for filling containers and flower beds. The brilliantly colored leaves of petrocrotons, they have some beautiful crotons at Galloway's. They truly stand out in a spectrum of greens, yellows, reds, oranges, pinks, and black hues. 
Celosi uh, is another wonderful addition with its bold plumes of bright feathery spires. The deeply hued green leaves accentuate the flowers above them in your choice of yellow, red, purple, and orange. You'll have all the brightest and boldest colors to accentuate your garden this season with garden mums, crotons, and celosia. And all the amazing pumpkins that you love are on their way will be arriving soon at your neighborhood Callaways. Mark your calendar for their annual Pumpkin Fest, Saturday, September 30. Stop and enjoy the fall uh, family fun, where every child will receive a free pie pumpkin to decorate and take home. Shop any of their community stores, including the new location in Cedar Park, just northwest of Austin. They're open seven days a week for your shopping convenience. Be sure to visit with their at their website at Callaways.com for inspiration. That's Callaways Nursery. It's life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. And uh, just get in the habit of going in. They're open nine to six, seven days a week. Callaways.com. KLIF can be heard on the FM. If you have a newer vehicle, go to KLIF.com slash FM to learn how. This is Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF.com. Neil e eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays a little after 6 p.m., 6.02, 6.03. I get mine usually at 6.03 comes through constant contact. It is free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will I spam you myself. Those are not ways that I do my business. I just send you eGardens. That's what you signed up for, and that's what you'll get. It's a uh, five-story newsletter. We've been doing it 19 and a half years. We have about 80,000 subscribers. As I say, it's free and always will be. Uh, The uh, Stories include a featured plant of the week, a gardening this weekend where I point out the things that are most timely for that weekend, and your questions, my answers, and a couple of other topics. This week, Diane Sitton will be uh, 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 providing a story, and I have not looked at it yet. I got busy on some other things yesterday. I'll take a look and see what it is, but it'll be spectacular. Hers always are. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. If you want to look at it and see what the most recent issue looks like, we leave it archived at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry and Neil Sperry's eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. So again, we're looking for shrubs that will do well in the shade. Akuba fits that bill perfectly. If shade is quite heavy, this is one of the finest. In fact, Akubas will not tolerate any direct sunlight at all. They'll turn black. Gold dust Akuba is the most popular, growing to four or five feet tall and almost that wide. Cleara, 15 coats of paste wax. That's what you need to think about with this plant. It's glossy dark green. It's just beautiful. Cleara's can tolerate a good bit of sun, but they're equally at home in the shade. You need to make sure that the soil drains well and that it has a lot of organic matter in it. Don't plant them in white rocky soil. Cleara's are beautiful. I would not plant them in large groupings because they seem to vary from one plant to another. Leatherleaf Mahoney is one of my favorites as well. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. There's that eGardens. Yeah, you sign up at neilsperry.com. I got tangled up in my own message here just a minute ago. Go to neilsperry.com and then click on the eGardens tab. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone right now. It's... Uh, 92 outside i think right now at least it is where i am and and that's a pleasant day and we're going to have a lot of pleasant days this fall and a saturday would be a great time to make a destination of whiz q stone in southeast fort worth they are in fort worth somewhat like beaumont is in texas that's pretty far southeast and that's kind of where they are if you if you check your map out they're at 4501 east loop 820 south easy to get to them and it's really worth the trip. You don't have a landscape finished until you have beautiful stone somewhere in that landscape. Maybe it's a retaining wall. Maybe it's some steps. Maybe it's a decorative uh, fountain of some sort made out of stone. Maybe it's a gravel pathway, decorative gravel. Maybe it's river rock as edging. 
perhaps it's a pool decking, whatever it is. If it's stone, it's good. And that's my theory. I love natural stone, and Whiskey Stone has the best. And Mike Wisnan, his son Derek, are leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. They work with all the landscape contractors of North Texas, all the ones who are active and good. They are very well thought of and you will you will add them to your favorites list as well get by and take a look around because you know that you need some stone take photos of what you're trying to recreate take measurements of your uh, of your drawing of your landscape places where you want to put in that retaining wall or that walk take photos of it let them help you let their people help you they are the best that is whizq stone w-h-i-z hyphen q uh, uh, stone and uh, you will be treated royally there again the contact information 4501 east loop 820 south in southeast fort worth open monday through saturday 817-429-0822 whiz-q.com it's whiz q stone Coming up Monday on DFW's Morning News, another week of impeachment and of brutal heat. But don't worry, we'll sort through the weeds for you and tell you what you need to know on both. Plus, the George W. Bush Presidential Center in Dallas is teaming up with other presidential centers to send a message ahead of election season. We'll tell you what they're asking. I'm Clayton Neville. It's DFW's Morning News, weekdays 5 to 9 on 570 KLIF. You'll find a lot of good information at my website. You'll find archived information on Rose, Rosette Virus, on Crick Myrtle Bark Scale, St. Augustine Diagnostics, a lot of other things as well, and including my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. You also will find at my website, neilsperry.com, that's where you sign up for uh, eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's also one of two ways, and only two ways, that you can buy my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It's right there on, on my website. And uh, it's also uh, where you can find my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. That was a book I wrote uh, some time back. I have updated all of the answers to make sure that they are timely. All of that and so much more at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for your outdoor grilling needs, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Scott. And we go back to our phone lines. Appreciate that. Let's go to Jim in Fort Worth. Jim, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. It's um, We had a little excitement last night in Fort Worth with some wind. So mm. I've got I've got cedar elms native to the lot, um, and they're all of 75 feet tall. I mean, they're big trees. They've been there a long time. And what I'm starting to wonder, they're... Um, you know, all my, I mean, my, my cedar elms have always been a little bit brittle and, and the, these kind of windstorms will snap some of the branches off. But at what point do I start worrying about the whole tree or, or a major part of the tree? I don't know if it's age related and they have a lifespan that I need to worry about. These trees are about 30 feet from my house. I think that's a fair question. Um, I don't know that there is. Uh, a, a particular time for a given tree until you have somebody look at that tree. It all it all depends on on the branching, the branch angles, the branch structure, the depth of the soil. I'm really not trying to cop out on on an answer for you. I think you need a certified arborist uh, to be there okay. on site to look. You can kind of tell when you look at a tree, but I'll give you a for example. I mentioned this on my statewide program this morning, but I don't think I've talked about it on this program. Um, looking at my list, no, I have not. Looking at my list of uh, topics of, of calls, um, I have a massive uh, red oak, Schumard red oak, up along the county road and our driveway. We've lived in our house for 46 years, and when, when we moved uh, to that house here, I'm broadcasting from home, uh, that tree was probably five or six inches in diameter. It's probably 40 inches in diameter now. And three weeks ago tonight, it just threw off 
a branch that was 12 or 15 inches in diameter, 30 or 40 feet long, onto the driveway. Luckily, it yeah, missed I read about that some of the most. Imp- telegram. Yeah, I put it in this morning. You can see photos of it, and and yeah. um, I I had no idea that that tree had any problems. We've had some little branches fall, but that happens to regular trees. Well, subsequently, two more limbs have fallen, one before I wrote the story and another this week. Uh, They were much smaller by comparison, but there is another limb that looks like the one that came down, the big one. And uh, my advertiser on this program is coming out October 3rd to look at the tree, and I'm going to ask them probably to take that branch off. It's it's the biggest of all of them, and it would take out uh, some massive other plants. So you get to that point where you want a certified arborist who has more experience. When when that happened, I called Steve Hauser at Arborological Services. I said, Steve, what causes this? He said, it's called sudden limb drop, and he cited me to a couple of uh, stories. It was first reported in 1982 uh, by the International Society of Arboriculture, and it's been talked about a lot since. You can do the, the Googling of it, and you'll see a lot of stories on it. And nobody says, this is definitively, here's what causes this. Um, and the red oaks seem to be most likely. I don't see a lot on cedar elms, but I'll tell you, I see a lot, personally, I see a lot of cedar elms that do lose limbs in windstorms. Cedar elms are not a big tree nationally. You don't they're a southern southwestern tree as opposed to other types of elms and so they don't get written up as much but uh, I'd, I'd be concerned 20 or 30 feet would worry me a little bit but I'd have a certified arborist make that decision one thing I'll tell you one thing Jim that would worry me would be if I saw mistletoe in the tree that will weaken the branches and they're so prone to mistletoe so I would be concerned about that well, I'll tell you a little bit about that. We we had the family had a place in the country, and when we were kids, so this goes back to the '60s, we would climb those cedar elms and pick the mistletoe, and then we'd bag it up in baggies and sell it door to door for Christmas money. Isn't that great? <laughs> it came in handy, Isn't that great? especially at Leonard's. When Leonard's department store would have their children's shopping area at Christmas, we could take our quarters and our dimes and 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 buy something nice. Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. I've been time. around a while. I got I got a a, a chance to go with Blueford Hancock, who, whose name probably doesn't mean anything to most listeners. Uh, he was my boss at A and M with the Extension Service, but with Blueford Hancock, O S Gray, uh, and um, O P Leonard to Pecan Plantation to look at the pecan trees. Speaking of uh, Leonard's department store. That's looking back on things now. I realize, oh my gosh, I was with royalty at that time. That was oh, back I, in seventy-two yes. or three. Anyway, yep. um, but yeah, mistletoe weakens trees okay. a good deal. So I, I would look for that. I, I just look for any kind of decay and and anything on the branches that that aim toward your house. Okay. Well, I was just wondering. I didn't know if they had a lifespan, and you know, they've got to be. I mean, we've been in that house thirty-five years, and they were there way before we were there. So. They have a lifespan. I would say that they probably have a 100-year life expectancy. They're longer than other elms in our area. Uh, and, and an arborist would look at them and be able to tell. If they take any branches okay. out, they'll be able to tell the health and vigor of the internal tissues of that branch um, and, and yeah. get a pretty good idea. You have some wonderful certified arborists in your area, and I'd, I'd let them work. My advertiser is is one of them and there are others that are, are very very good in tarrant county so i would i would put them to work i better run but hopefully that'll help hey i appreciate your call very much thank you let me uh, tell you about my book and i'll do it really quickly now because i want to get to my guest neil spray's lone star gardening it's on sale at 34.95 i've decided to leave that for just a little bit longer and if you'd like to get a copy, I'd love to sign it for you. 840 of my photos, 344 pages, 11 chapters that cover landscapes, lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables for every county in Texas. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all your plants. So you don't have to ask, Neil, when should I do this or that? It's all in the book. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. You don't buy it on Amazon or in stores because it's not there. It's available through my office 
and uh, through my website. The website's the better way, but if you just don't buy things online, you can call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. If you'd prefer to buy it right now while you're thinking about it, it's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Just $34.95, satisfaction guaranteed. Signed copy, 800-752-GROW-NEILSPERRY.COM. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Thank you, sir, very much. And let me tell you also about Ace Hardware, because, you know, Ace is the place where they care about you. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Wouldn't it be nice if that could be said? I'm glad they got it, because that's a great slogan. Wouldn't it be nice if that could be said about every store into which you uh, went for shopping? Ace is the place where they are your neighbors. They're people you already know. They are people who care about their communities. They are locally owned by people who have invested in their communities. They have local experts who know the local climate and the local soils and the local this and the local that. That's why their advice is so good. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on Ace Winterizer All-Purpose Lawn Food for $20.99. Save an extra $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $18.99, a limit of two bags. Ace Winterizer Fertilizer feeds your lawn in one easy step to help protect your lawn from winter stress. This product builds strong, deep roots for a thick, green lawn. It provides controlled-release feeding for up to eight weeks. Apply it as the last feeding in the fall to encourage easier spring Earlier is the word, Neil. Earlier spring green up. It covers 5,000 square feet. Again, the price is normally $20.99. That's a bargain, but you save an extra $2. With your Ace Rewards card, you end up paying only $18.99. That is a limit of two. That's Ace. Ace Winterizer All-Purpose Lawn Fertilizer because Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I'm Alan from Justin Ace Hardware. When you need reliable garden or plant help, come by and ask for D. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. You know, that's Justin, and you think about Justin all the way over to Commerce, as I mentioned earlier this hour, and the, the expanse of the 40 stores that, uh, that, that sponsor this program. I saw an overlay, I think Channel 11 had this a couple of years ago, of, of how big the Metroplex is, and I, they overlaid it over the map of uh, Connecticut, and they were about the same size. Thank you to the Ace Hardware dealers, and let them know, please, when you go in. Won't you just tell them thanks? Thanks for being uh, Neil's sponsor, his friend, and keeping him on the air all these years. That'll make a big difference uh, when renewal time comes. That's always a good thing. I welcome to the air right now my pastor. Always nice to be able to say that because Pastor Tommy Brummett is at the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney every Sunday morning, all morning long. I mean, by the time we get there at 1110, he knows his sermon by heart. Isn't that right, Tommy? That's exactly right. Yes, we start at 8 o'clock and we go till lunch. Yes. Till you get it right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is, uh, what's on the docket for tomorrow? Well, so Neil, you know, uh, Monday is uh, the anniversary of 9-11. So in yes, worship sir. on Sunday, we're going to um, we're going to come together, we're going to be in prayer, and we're going to remember the great words of Psalm 46 that says, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should be moved. So we'll talk about yes. that, and we'll remember uh, that God is with us, and we are empowered to love one another and care for one another and know the blessing of God together. There are some wonderful people out there helping us, and uh, we are so fortunate. Thank you, Tommy. I'm looking forward to that. All right, and the services are at 8 o'clock, 
and 9 o'clock, and then the live stream and live in the sanctuary at 10.05 and then 11.10. And then you have, uh, we have service, you, we, I'm part of the team here, uh, services at, uh, at uh, 10.05 and 11.10 of contemporary nature. And then what are the times in Melissa at our church there? Neil, I knew you were going to ask me as soon as you started down this road. I think it's 9.30 and 11. Uh, but Pastor Stacy is going to be so upset with me that I blanked out on that. <laughs> uh, but there's an early one and a late one. How about that? You can find all that information at our website, uh, which is sharingtheheart.org, sharingtheheart.org. Tommy, I understand. Welcome to uh, It Only Gets Worse, Kid. <laughs> as, as the years add up, it only gets worse, kid. All right. And you were going to talk about hummingbirds, and are you seeing them migrating through now? Oh, my gosh, Neil. This this morning I had six hummingbirds uh, fighting for dominance at all of my hummingbird feeders. I had plenty of feeders, enough for all of them, uh, but that's not how hummingbirds work. Uh, but, yes, <laughs> and I've seen more hummingbirds the last couple of days than I have all summer, and that's because they're moving down here to Texas and getting ready to uh, start their migration uh, to Central and South America. Hummingbirds are a little bit like a jealous dog with his pull toy. They they want it. They don't want anybody else to have it, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. Exactly right. Those... And oh my gosh, they are they are going through the nectar because they are getting their strength up. They're recovering uh, from from the movement and from the heat of the summer, and they're they're building up their energy and building up their fat reserves uh, so that they can uh, take that flight across the Gulf of Mexico. All right, and tell us one more time, because we have new listeners every week, the, the proper mix for the hummingbird feeder. Absolutely, and right now is a good time to put out your hummingbird feeder uh, because the hummingbirds need it, and the mix is simple. It's four parts water to one part sugar. Don't put any dye or anything like that in it. Just, just four to one water to sugar. Mix that up, put it in your feeders, and the hummingbirds will come. All right. That's as easy as that. And you change it at 100 degrees, you're going to change about every third day. And you can put the extra that you mix up in the uh, in the refrigerator, and it's good for a week or so. Is that all correct? Oh, sure. And plus, it's about to cool off, Neil, just in a day or two. Really? Uh, and so we're, we're, our, our nectar will last longer, and so will we. You have a message from God? It's going to cool off? <laughs> Inside information. I like this. My, my, West, my weatherman says so. <laughs> I like Oh, I see. I got it. Tommy, I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, my friend. God bless you, Pastor Dale. Tommy Brummett. Okay. Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. Mike Bass, great job. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.